as a cheap gimmick to start off my homily to talk about waiting. How did you react to waiting? That was only 30 seconds, I timed it, because I didn't like standing here waiting in front of you, all of you, waiting for me to say something. But that's the whole sentiment of the season of Advent, is this waiting in hopeful anticipation for the coming of our Lord. And we can think about that in different ways. We can think about it in the hopeful anticipation leading up towards the celebration of Christmas. We could think about it in kind of waiting for our Lord to act in our life in some way for a prayer, an unanswered prayer, or just making himself more real in our life, or waiting for God to complete all the promises that he has given at the end of our life for the end of all things. There's this inherent waiting that we're kind of being trained in every time we come to Advent. How do we wait? And so in those 30 seconds of waiting, how did you react? What was your way of reacting to that need to wait? Because generally speaking, we're not very good at waiting. We don't like it very much. We avoid it if we can. But in St. Peter's letter today, he says that for God, a thousand years are like a day and a day is like a thousand years. And so God is not slow like we would think because time is kind of a funny thing. And we know that to be true because for a child, a half hour car ride is a long ride. For us, not so much. Or for a child from now until Christmas is a really long wait. It's a lot of sleeps. What do all of us adults say by the time we get to Christmas? Where did December go? It just disappears. So if us who have only lived one lifetime experience time like that, think about God of all eternity and how he would see and experience reality or the way that he would look at it. And so this waiting isn't just kind of an add-on or something that God's just kind of making us submit to but it's an experience of that eternity of God that we have when we have to wait. But because we don't like waiting, we find ways of getting out of it. So sometimes when we're waiting for something, we just quit. We go, it's not worth the wait. Whatever I'm waiting for isn't worth how long I have to wait, and so I just leave, and I don't bother. Sometimes waiting for something, frustration builds up in us. And the longer that we wait, the more anxious and frustrated that we get, that we're not getting to where or to what we want as fast as we would like. And sometimes, by needing to wait, what ends up happening is we're waiting so long that we stop being focused on what we're waiting for, and we actually get to what we want but we're not ready for it. We overlook it. Think of waiting in line and being distracted and some, Miss, Miss, please come forward, Miss. Oh, oh, you're talking to me? These are different ways that when we're waiting, we kind of avoid the difficulty of that experience of waiting. But like I said, waiting in the Christian life isn't just that God is holding out on us. It's not that God is just forcing us to suffer in waiting. It's essential to the Christian life and to the Christian experience. 
And so knowing how to wait well is important. So why do we wait? Why is there a need for us to learn how to wait in this hopeful anticipation that is the spirit of Advent? First, when we wait, can ask ourselves the question, why am I waiting? What is the purpose of my waiting? And who does it benefit for me to wait? So, for example, you're driving down the highway and all of a sudden you screech to a slow crawl with 10 cars in front of you and go, why am I waiting? I just want to whip around all these 10 cars and keep going the speed that's going to get me to where I want to go on time. Why am I waiting? Well, so I don't cause an accident. And then, who is benefiting from my waiting? Well, when I finally get to the front of the line, I see it was a combine driving down the highway. And so my patience in waiting allows the farmers to do their work. Why am I waiting and who does it benefit? Knowing that changes the way that we wait. Or waiting is not just killing time. Sometimes we approach waiting as, well, I've finished one thing, I'm waiting to do another thing, so this waiting is just killing time until I can do what I want to do. But if we approach the Christian life that way, we're going to get ourselves into trouble. That waiting is an opportunity for contemplation and bringing us back to the present moment. This constant pull on us to move on from what is accomplished and look ahead to what isn't done yet keeps us from being present in the moment. So, when you're waiting at a doctor's office because they're inevitably not on time? Do you waste your time flipping through those stupid three-year-old magazines that don't have anything good in it or watching their endless cycle of CNN news or whatever they've got on their TV? Or is it an opportunity for just appreciating, I don't have to do anything right now. I have zero responsibilities and this half hour is just a moment of peace. Or waiting. Sometimes waiting kind of paired with that just killing time is, I'm not being productive. I'm waiting for something. I'm lacking productivity. That I should be doing something. That's not the point. Think about being on hold, where you've got to have something fixed. You're on hold with Ellis or whoever it is, how long you can wait, sometimes over an hour of just sitting on hold waiting for your turn. Why do we always have to be productive? Why is productivity the most important thing for us in the way that we approach life? God rested on the seventh day, so why can't I take an hour just not to do anything? Experience just existing and being alive and being grateful for that. Or sometimes waiting is our opportunity to invest in other people. That I don't just live my life solitarily, but I can influence and impact the life of people around me as I'm waiting. For me, just this week, grocery store, groceries, I am the in and out guy. I've got my list, I go in, I get what I want, and I get out of there because I hate dawdling. I don't browse to see what else I can buy. In, out, move on. Well, 
I'm waiting in line, and I'm taking all of the stuff out of my basket, and the guy behind me goes, wow, I have never seen so many items come out of one little basket. And we started a whole conversation. But in his waiting, he engaged in that conversation with a stranger, and then he went from my conversation to then continuing conversation with the cashier behind. Maybe you guys are better at this than me, but when we're waiting, we're just often, too often, wrapped up in our own little world. Maybe it's not the same for you in town, but if you ever go to Costco, do you ever look twice at the person ahead of you or behind you in line when you're waiting in line at Costco? How does our waiting allow us to be with others? Finally, sometimes get angry when necessary with the waiting. Some waiting isn't good, and we should be angry and impatient and wanting to change it. When we think of injustices, or when we think of people that are doing things in their life that are harmful to them, or to ourselves. Waiting is essential in the way that we go about our life. It's not just something that we need to avoid and fill with something else. Because if we don't know how to wait well, we don't know how to make room for God. Because God is found in the waiting. God isn't just the objective, the goal, the end that we're waiting for. God is with us in the waiting. And so, why am I waiting? Why am I Christian? When was the last time you took to prayer to thought, why am I Christian? Why do I keep striving to live the Christian life? And who does it benefit? Does it just benefit me? Who else does it benefit in my life? That in the waiting, I'm not just killing time. Do we take those times for contemplation? Just think about, like, what is life with God eternally going to be like? What would that be? How can I even like, wrap my head around that? What experience in this life has come closest to what I think eternity with God will feel like? Or a lack of productivity. Just waste time with God. Just waste it with Him. Investing in others. How am I drawing others into this patient waiting. It's a lot harder now with COVID, but when we can get over it, how do we just be with others in the waiting? That we don't need to have the TV on, we don't always have to do things with each other, we can just be with each other. And God in Isaiah is patient for our repentance. Sometimes we need to get angry at the waiting. We should get angry at our delay in repenting. Moving to God with more fervor and not taking a lifetime to overcome things, but striving to be faithful always. So what do we struggle with when we wait? What was your reaction at the beginning in having to wait 30 seconds for the start of a homily? Temptation to quit? Ah, father's out of it today. Nuts to him. <laughs> Temptation to get frustrated. Would you just get on with it so we can go home and we can have brunch? Or, I lost your interest right from the start, like I'm not supposed to as a preacher. 
and just tuned out. Allowing the waiting to be a gift instead of a hurdle to overcome.